Well, hello everyone! Welcome back to uh, Soul Talks with PB with yours truly, Pastor Bong. And uh, hello, good evening, or good afternoon, good morning, whichever is your time zone. Um, it's nice to be back. No, I'm very sorry. Last Friday, I was not able to uh, go live. No, I was not able to broadcast. Um, and it's my fault. Um, I was having this uh, very wonderful conversation with uh, some people from India. Well, hello to Priscilla. Uh, she's from India. Anyway, I was having this conversation online with uh, two ladies from Right Now Media, and we were discussing about the uh, the tool or the software called Right Now Media, and I was uh, really engrossed with it until uh, finally I forgot about uh, so talks with PB. So I'm very sorry, Paul. Sorry, uh, everyone. But anyway, we're back. We're back to uh, our usual schedule. So this is Soul Talks with PB. And I am yours truly, Pastor Bong, uh, PB for short. And I welcome all of you uh, to this uh, weekly program every Friday at uh, 7 uh, p.m. Okay. So let me know how you're doing. If you have any uh, prayer needs, just post them and uh, I'll get back to you in a little while after uh, I teach you something from uh, God's Word. So, uh, you know, I hope that everybody's doing okay. It's a bit, uh, medio, you know, it's uh, colder these days. The, the weather is uh, colder. Um, in fact, in some places, I believe, medio, may, you know, winter storm or something like that. Of course, in the Philippines, we don't have that. Uh, but, uh, Maybe in other countries, it's a little bit uh, colder now. Uh, Priscilla, is it cold in India? But, uh, you know, I don't know if you have uh, winter there. But in the Philippines, you don't have winter. Uh, but it's getting uh, colder, actually. Uh, the wind is uh, cold. Um, so anyway, uh, let me speak to my uh, fellow Filipinos, okay? Medyo naging list po tayo, mga kapatid, dahil may mga listeners tayo na hindi Pinoy. So, uh, paumanhin po, no? Anyway, so back to what I was saying. So, today we are going to talk about something very, I believe, very important. I wanted to talk to you about it last Friday, but uh, like I said, I forgot to go online. Anyway... Our topic uh, today is entitled um, Dying to Live, you know, Dying to Live. And um, what does that mean, okay, Dying to Live? Uh, it's based on uh, John uh, 10, 10, okay? I don't know if you're familiar with that uh, verse. Um, if you're from RLCC, you're familiar with that, right? I mean, uh, all of us have heard this passage. So, but anyway, let me just, uh, you know, post that. Uh, John 10.10. 10. It says that the thief comes only to steal uh, and kill and destroy. Uh, I have come, Jesus is speaking, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So Jesus came to give us real life and that's what we are going to talk about uh, tonight. Okay, How can our souls experience real life now? Okay, does it have to wait until we die and go to heaven? Or is it possible to experience it right now? And I think that's the good news that Jesus brought. You know, that's the good news that Jesus proclaimed. Uh, so he proclaimed the availability 
and accessibility of the kingdom of God, which is, of course, about life coming from God himself, uh, being imparted to people uh, through the new birth and through the, you know, uh, what we call salvation. And so this is the good news. The good news is that through faith in Jesus, we don't have to wait until we're dead before we can actually experience real life or as what most people call eternal life. This is available now, no? Yan uh, turo ni Jesus. That's the teaching of Jesus. It's available now uh, through faith in Him. And uh, it's available to everyone, no? Not just a few. But that's the question. Why is it that some Christians do not experience that? Okay? Or at least they could not really say with all honesty that they are experiencing it. Maybe they're experiencing it, but they could not really uh, testify to that. So we want to talk about it, okay? We want to talk about experiencing real life in the here and now uh, while we are still here on earth. And um, I hope and pray that this uh, message would really help you, you know, in your spiritual life, in your walk with the Lord. So, okay, without further ado, let's pray. Let's ask God to bless our time right now in the Word of God. So uh, everybody, let's just close our eyes and bow our heads and let's come into the presence of God. Let's center ourselves to Him. Let's, uh, you know, uh, remove any distraction and, and let's just focus on the Lord. Uh, according to His grace and mercy, I do believe that He wants to speak to each and every one of us if we are willing to open ourselves to Him and pay attention. Okay, let's pray. Lord, thank you for tonight. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity once again to uh, come together and talk about the soul and uh, matters of the soul, Lord. And I thank you for each and every one who are present right now, who are watching, listening, Lord, uh, to this broadcast. I pray that, uh, Lord, we will just be able to go through this without any hassle from uh, the, uh, either because of the internet or whatever. Lord, I pray that you would just remove any kind of uh, distraction and that we would be able to just focus, Lord God, in what you want to uh, say to us. Lord, we open up ourselves to you and I pray for everyone that they would just do the same. They would open themselves to you, Lord God. May your spirit speak to us, O Lord. May your spirit speak to us in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. All right. Amen to that. Okay. So, um, let's talk about, uh, you know, dying to live. And uh, what does it mean? Okay. So, how can our souls, uh, sorry about that. I think that there's a wrong grammar there. How can our souls, okay. Oh, I didn't notice that. There is a wrong grammar. Once more. Okay. So, how can our souls experience real life now? <laughs> Sorry about that. See? Um, okay. Tumatanda na po tayo. So, mali na yung grammar natin. Uh, sorry, sorry, uh, Priscilla. I'm, you know, I wrote the wrong grammar there. But anyway, okay. I want to share with you three ways that I believe um, is, you know, how we can experience uh, real life uh, right now. Okay. And... Uh, this is going to be a topical conversation, meaning I'll go to different passages to explain this to you. But I hope and pray that you take down notes and listen carefully because this is very important. Okay, the very first 
uh, way that I believe it's important that all of us would come to this point. Of course, it's by the grace of God. This is not uh, based on human effort, but uh, let me share the, the principle right now. It's by overcoming our fear of physical death. Okay? By overcoming our fear of physical death. Now, of course, only Jesus can deliver us from our fear of death. All of us are afraid of dying physically, you know, uh, either through accidents or sickness or maybe even old age. We just, you know, we cannot envision, okay, uh, dying physically. But uh, I want us to look at uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse 18 to 26, because here we find the key uh, to, uh, you know, uh, experiencing real life in Christ right now while we are still alive, okay? So let me just read that. Philippians 1, starting in uh, verse 18. <clears throat> the Apostle Paul says, But what does it matter? Uh, the important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached, and because of this I rejoice. Now Paul is talking about um, a situation wherein he is in prison, but there are some people who are causing trouble for him by, by trying to preach the gospel with wrong motives, okay? Uh, but for Paul, he says, you know, uh, I really don't care as long as Christ is preached. Uh, and then he says in verse 19, Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the uh, help given by the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. So Paul is in prison, and of course when you're in prison during those days, it's very possible that uh, your imprisonment will eventually end in death, okay? And not necessarily that you will be uh, delivered. But Paul was really trusting that God would deliver him. And then in verse 20, he says, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. So he is hoping and trusting that God would give him the grace to be courageous. He doesn't really know how things will turn out. Uh, he could die. Uh, and he could be executed or, you know, he could be uh, released. And then he says in verse 21, For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Here's the principle that Paul has come to realize and acknowledge in his own life. Na niya na talagang, you know, to live, for, for him to live, uh, life is all about Christ. And even if he were to die, it's still gain. And then he says in verse 22, If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. So Paul knew that if he were to continue living, that would be an opportunity for him to serve God. Now, how many of us have that kind of mindset? You know, that uh, we are focused on the purpose and mission that God has given us. Rather than just simply enjoying life and, you know, and uh, just doing everything that we want. Uh, Paul instead, you know, sees it in a different way. 
Uh, if he were to go on living, he believes that this would be more fruitful ministry for him. And yet he said, you know, uh, at the same time, I mean, uh, you know, I do not know. Uh, I don't know what to choose. He says in verse 23, I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. So, you know, to be with Christ for Paul, uh, that is the, you know, the ultimate experience. Okay. And he knows that when a Christian dies, he's going to be with the Lord. There is no fear. He understands uh, where he would uh, go if ever he dies. But then he says in verse 24, uh, But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. So he knew that there was still ministry to accomplish. And, you know, Tayo, sometimes we worry too much about a lot of things. Pero dapat we must remember na bawat araw, every day is an opportunity to serve God and fulfill the mission to which or for which God has called us. Uh, a lot of people just waste time, you know. A lot of people, you know, are busy doing all sorts of things. And they never ask themselves the question, what does the Lord want me to do? I believe this is the most fundamental question. You know, if there's anything that we must spend time for in discovering, uh, it should be our purpose in life, our mission in life. We should actually spend the time in prayer. If we cannot do it, uh, you know, for a long period of time, uh, maybe we can, uh, you know, practice um, regularly setting aside time to be in the presence of God, to seek God's guidance and wisdom as to what He would want us to do with the life that He entrusted to us. You know, this is the Apostle Paul. For him to live uh, is to serve God continually. And then in verse 25, convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you uh, for your progress and joy in the faith. Now, of course, Paul has a particular calling. We need to acknowledge that. He's an apostle, um, a rabbi. So his role is to teach God's people. And not all of us have the same kind of role. But whatever it is that the Lord is calling us to do, we should not waste time. You know, and, uh, you know, wait until everything is just fine, uh, you know, before we actually do what the Lord wants us to do. We should discover as early as now, when you know, if we have the time to just seek the Lord and ask God, would you, would you just show me what you would want me to do? He may call us uh, to serve Him in the marketplace, which is okay, to be in the business world, to be in media. Or he may, he may want to call us to be a missionary. Or he may want us to become, uh, you know, a uh, church worker or something. You know, there, there are many possibilities. But the important thing is not to allow, uh, you know, time to be wasted doing all kinds of things that the Lord really doesn't want you to do in the first place. Okay, so verse 26. So that through my being with you again, your joy in Christ Jesus will overflow on account of me. So Paul desires to uh, to dedicate his life to help people to come to know Jesus, to become followers of Christ. Um, you know, so whatever it is that the Lord wants you to do, it should be part of his greater, you know, purpose. We are all called by God to represent him. And that's what we should be busy doing. Okay, we should be pursuing God's will for our lives. 
So uh, here's the main thing that I believe that we must really come to the point, uh, you know, to overcome our fear of uh, physical death and to dedicate our lives to serving God, uh, to be busy doing the work that the Lord has called us to do, whatever that may be, okay? So, uh, you know, let me speak in Tagalog, you know, para sa inyo lahat. Uh, I-pursue natin, mag-spend mag time and time. You know, ideally, sana, we should really go on a lengthy retreat, retreat siguro, one week, etc. Kaya lang, di possible yan sa maraming mga tao. So, what we can possibly do is uh, set aside talaga regularly a time to just seek for one thing. Lord, i-clarify mo nga sa akin kung ano ang purpose mo for my life. Okay, uh, some of us perhaps have not really done this. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe you're afraid or whatever. But I believe uh, the calling of God in your life is where the blessing of God uh, can be experienced. Okay, so that's the very first thing. So by overcoming our fear of physical death. Again, it's the Lord Jesus who would give us the grace to overcome. Uh, it would not come from us. We do not simply just try to, you know, use our willpower to do this, but it's a gift of God, but we must ask for it. We must ask God, Lord, deliver me from my fear of physical death. Help me to just trust in you day by day and to focus myself on fulfilling your will for my life. Okay, so uh, if you have questions, if there are things that come up in your mind, you know, what about this, what about that, just, you know, post it and we'll talk about it in a little while. Let me go to the second point, okay? By receiving salvation through faith in Christ. If we want to experience real life in Christ, then we must uh, receive the salvation that is by grace through faith. Okay? And of course, it's not just about receiving Christ as Lord and Savior. That is the beginning. That is the most important step. Surrender your life to Jesus. Believe in Jesus as your Lord. But then you must start following Him together with others. Because the Lord would want to save us not just from uh, the penalty of sin, but He also wants to save us from the consequences of sin and also the control or power of sin in our lives. There's more to salvation than just being forgiven. Okay? Now, let me just read Ephesians 2, uh, verse 1 and 10. Okay? so that we can see this uh, more clearly. Ephesians 2, verse 1 and 10. Uh, it says in chapter 2, verse 1, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. So we're really talking about death to life here, you know, just like we talked about, uh, you know, from Philippians, how Paul was willing to face physical death if, if that comes to that, uh, you know, point. Uh, but, you know, the, the way that he has experienced real life was to trust God you know, for for the opportunity to continue living. Now, here in this verse, again, we are, uh, you know, being shown how we can, you know, transition from living a life which is really death to a life that is truly life. So let's read that. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins uh, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world. And of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit, okay, who is now at work in those who are disobedient. So Paul is describing a you know the the status and the state of those who do not belong to Jesus, 
meaning to say those who are uh, who have yet to put their faith in Jesus to follow him uh, Savior and Lord so they're still outside the kingdom of God so they are uh, under the control of Satan and his demons so they're in the kingdom of darkness okay that's what Paul is saying here then in verse 3 sabi niya, all of us also lived among them at one time gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts like the rest, we were by nature uh, objects of wrath. Okay? So Paul is talking about spiritual death. Okay? That's why he says in verse 1, you were dead. Okay? So he's describing an experience that he himself, siya mismo, si Paul, include niya sarili niya dito. So, you know, I'm very sorry for those who probably are wondering but nag-English si Pastor Bong. Kasi meron tayong mga foreigners so I'm just trying to minister to them as well. So all of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature. In other words, flesh. The word that Paul uses is the word flesh, which is not necessarily, uh, you know, uh, the 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 origin of you know bad things. It can also be the origin of self-oriented things. In other words. Uh, they're not necessarily bad. So that's why the translation, sinful nature, can be misleading. It's actually flesh, okay? Flesh is the human being trusting in himself or herself apart from God. That's what the flesh is all about. So it can actually, you know, the fruit of the flesh can be evil, sinful, or it can even be, you know, righteous, quote-unquote, in the sense that... Uh, it looks good, okay? Like, for example, you can pray in the flesh. You can serve God in the flesh and so forth, okay? So, um, Paul is saying that uh, just like everyone else, you know, including himself, including everybody, including myself, you know, and all of you, all of us, before coming to faith in Christ, uh, we were, as Paul says, objects of wrath. Meaning to say, we were not part of the kingdom of God. We were dead. Okay? But notice what he says in verse 4. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, now listen to this, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. So this is how we experience, you know, real life right now. By surrendering our life to Jesus so that we can be born again and transferred into the kingdom of God. In other words, to be saved. And then in verse 6 it says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with Him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. In other words, God delivers us from you know our deadness, our spiritual state of uh, you know being separated from god and then he brings us to a new status and a new relationship with with him through through jesus we become children of god we become blameless and righteous in his sight by applying the the benefits and the, the you know the the result of what jesus has done for us and continues to do okay so in christ jesus he says in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. In other words, okay, through Christ Jesus we can experience the kind of life that is truly life. Okay? 
And then he says, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not by work, so that no one can boast. In other words, this is not about us, this is not about you. It's all about the magnificent and awesome grace of God applied to us or given to us in Christ Jesus. And then he says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So, in other words, uh, you know, uh, experiencing real life in Christ is all about receiving salvation through faith in, in Christ. Okay? Uh, and that salvation is not merely at the beginning when you surrender your life to Jesus, but it's an ongoing process. We are being saved by God so that we can do the things that He wants us to do with the life that He has entrusted to us. You see, our purpose in life, mga kapatid, our purpose in life is to, to be the kind of person and to do the kind of thing that Jesus Himself will do if He was us. In other words, we are called to represent Him, to glorify Him, to reflect His person in our lives. Through the work of the Holy Spirit, this is possible. So, this is how we experience real life right now, by participating uh, with the grace of God's boy in Adam. So, first, it's by overcoming our fear of physical death, which is what God does when He translates us from, you know, from death into life. And then there's the receiving of salvation in Christ Jesus through faith. And every day, po, we have an opportunity to experience that kind of life. Uh, this is what Jesus says no, in John 10.10. 10, I have come that they may have life. He's referring to his disciples who can experience real life through faith in him. Okay? Uh, and then, last but not the least, is by dying to self daily. By dying to self daily. So, this is again part of how to experience real life right now. You don't have to wait until you're dead. But right now, you can experience real life in Christ by dying to self daily. So let's look at Galatians 2, 19 to 21 in order for us to understand this principle. Okay, uh, The Apostle Paul says in verse 19 of Galatians 2, For through the law I died to the law so that I might live for God. What does it mean? It means, uh, you know, for Paul, he's no longer basing his relationship with God uh, on whether he's able to fulfill or obey the law or the laws of God, okay? The Torah, you know, in, in, in Jewish thought. That is, of course, the, the, the Old Testament scriptures and how, you know, it defines life in the, with the Lord. So he's no longer trusting himself there because he knows he would not be able to do so. He would fail. So instead, he chooses to trust Jesus that I might live for God. He says in, in verse 20, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So this is the, you know, a different orientation about life itself. No longer is Paul living for himself, trying to be a good person. 
Wala na siya sa ganung klaseng direksyon ng buhay. He has died, you know, the old Paul is dead. He's no longer trying to be righteous by his own efforts. He's not trying to be a good person, obeying God's commandments. Uh, he has, he's done with that because he knows he cannot do it. Instead, he knows live by faith in Jesus. Okay? He's trusting Jesus. He's, he's dying to himself. And then verse 21, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. So in other words, for Paul, uh, it's no longer a question of Mabait ba akong tao? Am I a good person? Nagagawa ko ba lahat ang pinagagawa ng Lord? Paul is done with that kasi alam niya na he has failed repeatedly, you know, at uh, hindi niya kayang tuparin yan. So in other words, by dying to himself, okay, this is the, the decision that Paul has made by faith, you know, he has uh, surrendered his life to the Lord. So, ito yung three ways. Again, there are three. You know, the question is, how can our souls experience real life now? So, there are three ways. Okay. First of all, by overcoming our fear of physical death. Trust the Lord. Every day that you're alive, uh, let the Lord uh, just uh, direct you according to His purpose. And then, by receiving salvation through faith in Christ, uh, which is a daily moment-by-moment moment reality. And then finally, by dying to self. Do not trust in yourself. Do not trust in your ability to be a good person. Instead, walk in the Spirit. Let Him guide you into how you are to live each day. Okay? So, to summarize, Paul, you know, real life now can only be experienced through faith in Jesus alone. So, real life now, in the present time, can only be experienced through faith in Jesus alone. And that's the good news. You don't have to be a perfect person. You don't have to be a good, righteous person. By trusting in Jesus, you can begin to experience real life right now. You don't have to wait until you die. Right now, every day, real life would be poured out in you through uh, the grace of God. So all you have to do is just don't trust in yourself, trust in the Lord. Surrender your life to Jesus. Follow Him together with others. I mean, don't, don't just pray every now and then. Just, you know, dedicate yourself to seek the Lord's will each and every day of your life. That's the key. You can only experience real life in Christ if you give up trying to make your life work. Kailangan mag-surrender ka completely and together with others, follow the Lord. Be a disciple of Jesus. That's how you will experience real life each and every day. Amen? So, uh, let's pray and then I'll go into your questions. So, feel free to ask anything and I will answer them right after our prayer. But for now, let us pray. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes, and let's just uh, thank God uh, for His Word. So, Lord, uh, maraming salamat po for your mercy. Thank you for speaking to us through your word and by your spirit. Salamat po for uh, showing us, oh Lord, how we can experience real life in Christ or through Christ right now, even while we are still alive here on earth, Panginoon. So, Lord, tulungan niyo po kami. Help us, oh Lord. I pray that we would be delivered from our fear of physical death.
that we would receive and continue to receive eternal life through faith in Jesus, and that we would be a faithful disciple by dying to ourselves each day and living for Christ. So, Lord, maraming salamat. Thank you very much. And, Lord, help us to share with others as well. If there is anyone that we know uh, who's, uh, uh, who's not experiencing real life or maybe they doubt if they can experience real life, Lord, use us to encourage them, to build them up, and to share with them what we have learned in these soul talks. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.